today we have a special kind of testimony. This is a recorded conversation. Later on in our service, I'm going to read a passage from the Gospel of Mark, and there's a verse in there that says, when they had sung the hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Scholars believe that hymn is a song uh, that is often sung uh, at various parts uh, with our uh, Jewish friends, but also at Passover, and many scholars believe that this song was called Hallel. So we're going to talk about that song during the sermon, but I also reached out to Cantor Julie Eugen Green from the Oak Park Temple, not only to talk about the song Hallel, uh, but also I was curious about her own life and her own calling as a cantor. So we're going to watch, she couldn't, Sundays are really busy, uh, they have a lot of their uh, religious education on Sundays, so she couldn't join us in person today, but she was kind enough to record this conversation with me uh, as I asked the question that maybe some of you ask, uh, what does a cantor do? Uh, but then also her own calling and what it means uh, for her own living out her own vocation. So let's watch this conversation with myself and Cantor Julie Eugen Green. Well, uh, Cantor Julie Eugen Green, thank you so much for spending some time with me and with and for our community as well. My pleasure. Happy to be here with you. Um, I, I frankly don't know uh, those in our community if they've had a lot of experiences of attending Jewish services. So let me, if you don't mind, ask a very, very basic question. No uh, what what is the what does a cantor do in a typical uh, synagogue and in a worship service? Okay, that's a that's a great question. Not a lot of people know <laughs> outside uh, um, outside the Jewish community. Um, the Hebrew word for cantor is chazan, um, and so that's what I am. I'm a chazan, and a cantor is um, I am co-clergy along with my rabbis, Max Weiss and uh, Rabbi Max Weiss and Rabbi Daniel Kurzain. And so we are the clergy team um, at Oak Park Temple. And so what a cantor does is um, we are fully ordained um, uh, clergy people, went to um, a seminary. I studied at Hebrew Union College, Jewish Institute of Religion in Jerusalem and in New York. <clears throat> and was ordained in 1994. And so a cantor is um, a leader of the congregation in that we are um, we're teachers of Torah, we're teachers of text, teachers of Hebrew, Aramaic. Um, I, and as a cantor, then of course I, I um, take care of, um, I'm in um, leadership in the music of the congregation because so much of a synagogue service is chanted in either Hebrew or Aramaic. And there are there are particular modes, musical modes that services are chanted in, whether it's Shabbat, the Sabbath, whether it's a weekday, if it's a holiday or a festival, there are different musical modes that are used. That's called nusach, the Hebrew word for that is nusach. <clears throat> and so um, so much of the of our services are chanted, and so that's that's what I do. And then we also have several choirs at the synagogue, and I um, train the bar and the bat mitzvah students um, to chant out of the Torah scroll, mm. which is all handwritten in Hebrew with no punctuation, no vowels. Um, and so the kids learn how to do that, and that's a big deal. It's a, it's a, it's wonderful to see them, you know, rise to that challenge. Um, and then, um, like. Um, any leader in a community, each cantor will find the areas of interest 
um, within their community that are particular to them. So something that, that I do at Oak Park Temple as the cantor um, is I direct a group called the Hebra Kadisha, which um, in Hebrew means holy society. And what the Hebra Kadisha does is when someone in our community dies, we, um, we uh, go to the funeral home. There are volunteers that are trained and we go to the funeral home and we prepare the deceased for burial. So there is um, a whole ritual of prayers and washing and dressing mm. of the deceased and laying them in the casket. It's, it's, it's really quite something um, that we've been able to, to build at the synagogue. And so I direct that group at the synagogue awesome. as well. But every, every cantor you know, does, does different things yeah. that, that, um, that are meaningful to them. In our tradition, uh, we often will talk, well, clergy will talk about a calling of some sort. Uh, and certainly it's not just clergy, but others too may talk about a calling into a particular ministry or vocation. Right. In, in your tradition, do you use that same language? And if so, can you talk a little bit about what was your, uh, yeah. your leading into being a cantor? That's, that's a great question. We do use that language, you know, that people have a calling. And for some people, it's a, it's a, it's a really, bright, sharp epiphany that sort of bam, you know, happens. And with other people, it's it's more slower time realization. Mm. Oh, that's what I've been thinking, you know, for all of these years. That may make so much, it explains so much. Um, for me, it was, it was a, a little bit of a combination of both. Um, when I was growing up, I grew up in Minneapolis and I grew up in a synagogue attending family and my parents were very involved in our in our shul is the Yiddish word for synagogue. We were very, very involved in shul and we went to synagogue every Shabbat. And um, a lot of my friends were there and that's where my social life was and things like that when I was a kid. And then when, um, and I always liked to sing, but I never really paired the two together. Um, but I did ask when I was a, in high school I asked my, or actually my cantor at the time that I grew up with came to me and said, you know, would you be interested in having me teach you how to learn to chant Kabbalat Shabbat? And Kabbalat Shabbat in Hebrew means the receiving of Shabbat. And it is a service of Psalms that is chanted on Friday evening before sundown or right at the moment of sundown when Shabbat is first beginning. Um, in, in Judaism, all holidays, including the Sabbath, begin in the evening. So Shabbat begins on Friday night. And so there's this service called Kabbalat Shabbat. And he asked me if I'd be interested in learning how to chant it. And I said, sure, that'd be great. And he taught me. And so periodically through high school and through college, I would, you know, go to synagogue on a Friday night and say to my cantor, can I chant Kabbalah Shabbat? And he'd be like, yeah, take it. You know, I'm going to go get a cup of coffee. <laughs> so, um, so I would chant Kabbalah Shabbat and it was fun. It was nice. And I did that and, but never really had that realization that this is what I want to do. And I continued to grow and went to college and um, got a degree in women's studies at the University of Minnesota and, and studied music and so forth. And, um, and when I was 26 years old, um, just uh, about to be married, actually, um, I had a 
a free Friday evening. And I called my cantor, his name is Neil Newman, and I said, you know, I'm free tonight. Can I chant Kabbalah Shabbat? And he, should, he said, sure, come on over to Shul and you can do it. And I was chanting. And as I'm chanting one of the Psalms, I had this moment of clarity. Mm. Um, and I'm so grateful for that moment mm. because it was just, I, 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 don't, I don't know any other way to describe it. It was just this beautiful, clear path laid out in front of me. And I, I, I was just high from it. And I finished Kabbalah Shabbat and I kind of, I don't even remember the drive home. I was so excited and got married and applied to seminary. And a few months later was in Jerusalem. Wow. Beginning my studies. So, so I, I, I'm so very grateful for that moment. Yeah. I don't know why it was that moment, but it explained a lot of things. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. Uh, Cantor Julie is not with us today. Would you please join with me in uh, praying? Loving and gracious God, we give you thanks for the testimony of uh, Julie Eugen Green, and we're grateful for her ministry, for the ministry of our friends at Oak Park Temple. And we pray that we would continue to be open to these kinds of dialogues so that we can better understand our friends, so that we can be open and sensitive, and particularly, too, that we can when we sense and know that anti-Semitism is in our midst, that we might stand up and be with them. Guide us, direct us, and today we are grateful. We pray all this in your name. Amen.